This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Afternoon Briefing on Tuesday the 30th of January. Power sharing is set to return to Northern Ireland within weeks after the DUP ended a two-year standoff with ministers over post-Brexit trade checks. Last night, more than 100 members of the party's executive endorsed a deal negotiated by the leader, Sir Geoffrey Donaldson, following a five-hour meeting. There's been no functioning government in the province since February 2022. Peter McVerry is station manager at U105 in Belfast. He's told us there's plenty to be getting on with. We're due to have another strike again on Thursday from public transport workers. Um, and they have said this morning that we'll go ahead. Our health service is the worst in the UK in terms of waiting lists. And then the biggest challenge as well is we've got to get an assembly that works and that actually stays up for more than a year or two rather than constantly collapsing and lifting again. A man has been shot dead by armed police in south-east London. The man in his 30s was reportedly armed with a crossbow. And officers say he was trying to force his way into an address in Surrey Keys. The watchdog, the Independent Office for Police Conduct, has launched an investigation, as is standard when there is a fatal police shooting. Aslev's General Secretary Mick Whelan has blasted the government for failing to stop the latest strike action, vowing his members will strike for another 18 months if that's what it takes. Services across southern England are cancelled or reduced today as members of the union stage a series of rolling 24-hour strikes. McWhelan's told us some drivers have not had a pay rise for almost five years and he's accused the government of giving up trying to resolve the route. I think at this moment in time we need somebody to come to the table who can actually make a deal and is willing to give my members a cost of living increase on a clean basis so we can move forward and get out of this ridiculous dispute which is Westminster driven. Well the strikes were expected to be the first test of the minimum service levels legislation aimed at ensuring train operators can run 40% of services. However, none of the train companies are using the new law, which the government is also planning to extend to other sectors. Government Minister Lee Rowley has told Times Radio this isn't good enough. I hope that they will uh, that they will reconsider and use that in the future. This ultimately a decision for the independent rail operators, but fundamentally we wouldn't need a strike if the unions didn't, we wouldn't need be here if the unions didn't call unnecessary strikes, if they didn't reject pay offers which are significant, if they didn't try to stop people from getting to work because they want their members who are already on significantly more than a national wage. Imran Khan, the former Prime Minister of Pakistan, has been sentenced to 10 years in jail for leaking state secrets. The 71-year-old former cricket star has been in jail since last August. His party says it will challenge the decision, calling it a sham case. Owen Bennett-Jones follows Pakistan closely and has interviewed Mr Khan. He's told us he's not surprised by this move. It is uh, you know, a politically motivated case in order to keep him from contesting in the elections due on February the 8th, so coming up quite soon now. And yeah, this is a yet another example of the army manipulating the civilian politicians, putting them in and out of jail, using corruption charges as levers in order to control the country's politics. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.